Okay. So, you know, I hope you're sitting down and hold your applause to the end. So, there's an individual on Twitter, at Sir Yacht, S-I-R-Y-A-C-H-T. He has over 25,000 followers, mm-hmm. including, like, big names that follow him. He tweeted out... And just a heads up, listeners, I have no idea what this is going to be about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is, like, somewhat... Is it, like, breaking news or somewhat? Uh, or it, if If he's... Right about what he's claiming it will be very big news. 12 hours ago at time of recording. So this is at 10 a.m. Central Time. Sir Yacht tweets. The Big Ten season is 100% happening. It is now figuring out who is opting out and the schedule before making an official announcement, my source said. Things are moving behind the scenes and they are trying to be fast. Per source, Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren and the Big Ten office are still hoping for issues. Unbelievable. Hmm. What, are, what are your thoughts so far? I call BS. Welcome to Frustration Nation, presented by Shoot Your Shot Sports. This week, the man, the myth, the guy who said that the Big Ten will return, Sir Yacht, is on for a very special interview. Don't miss it because you never know what he'll say next. But before we can get to Sir Yacht, we got to get some of our usual business out of the way and we're going to start with our vent sesh so what are you mad about shane i feel like i've actually vented about this maybe on our show before even you, you um, definitely or have. maybe if it wasn't if it wasn't a vent sesh i just complained about it but mainly because you referenced swamp ass yeah i cannot stand hot weather <laughs> and it was like 97 today which i mean i get we're still in summer but it's the end of august so i kind of thought we were past the worst of some of this but it's just insane like you can't do anything outside i I mean i was at work all day so it didn't really affect much as far as plans outside or anything but just because i work in a factory or in an office but whenever you're out on the floor or anything like that it's just brutally hot uh and i see people say like well it could be worse it could be winter no i would much rather have snow and freezing temperatures than deal with this heat uh, that might be a controversial opinion, but that's my, uh, that's what I'm frustrated about. Frustrated about. Yeah, I mean, and that's why I could never retire to Florida or <laughs> anywhere like that. The heat, the heat is is a little much right now. Like Florida, I think maybe I could handle, but places like in Arizona, where there's been in like years past, Arizona's had days so hot that street signs are melting. Like have you have you seen that before? Like it's insane. Yeah. Anyway, yep. or like you leave something out on your dashboard and you come back and it is fried. Or like cars, I think cars were even starting on fire because people were leaving certain things in their car, and the heat mm-hmm. was so intense. Combust, yeah. Anyway, oh. speaking of heat and being heated, I'm pretty 
uh, upset about uh, the Bears and really the Bears' uh, practices. It was reported today that David Montgomery, who is our RB1, our number one running back. Uh, I mean, you have Tariq Cohen, but he's not really your traditional running back. Um, and Cordero Patterson's been taking snaps at running back, but he's also not a traditional running back. David Montgomery's your only traditional running back, and he went down with an, an injury. And hmm. it looked horrible. Like, the dude, he goes down. It looked at first like he's grasping his knee. Then he, and it was a non-contact injury. He stands up. And he's he cannot stand. It's his left leg. He can't put any pressure on. Then he's grasping mm. like his groin. It turned out that they said it definitely is a groin injury, which is like the best news you could have gotten. Uh, they're still determining the severity of it, um, mm-hmm. but if it, it looked really bad, um, mm. like it didn't look. It wasn't like gruesome to watch. It was just one of those non-contact ones where he just goes down and like cannot get up. So anyway. That sucks Mm. because I just mentioned our other two running backs are non-traditional running backs, and although they might be good, you don't really know how good they will be as a replacement for a regular every down back. Yeah, when you're talking about a third down or a goal line runner, exactly. So that in it, they've already been talking about trying to trying to sign some other some other people. Uh, Devontae Freeman is the one person who Mm. has some name recognition that people are saying. the one thing that I'm, I guess I'm being optimistic about is people said that of all the positions on the football field, running back is usually one, the one that every year there's a name that just comes out of nowhere that yeah. all of a sudden is super good. Um, so I guess I can hope for that. And it's a position traditionally, or maybe not traditionally, but in recent years especially, good teams platoon running backs all the yep. time. So Yeah, yeah. the Niners, yeah. Um, yep. The other thing that makes me mad is that Mitchell Trubisky is just not doing great in camp. It sounds uh, basically what I'm taking away from it is everybody's like, there's nothing really interesting to write about Mitchell Trubisky because it's just more of the same. Um, and the part that makes me even more mad is most people have said Nick Foles is doing just a little bit better. <laughs> so it's like mm. either way, it feels like we're in continue. We just continue to be in quarterback purgatory, and. I, I'm probably overreacting, but at this point, it's just like if Montgomery's down. I know it's only one starter, but Akeem Hicks and Allen Robinson have both been out with injuries. So have one of the rookies. Yeah, this is all during the off season. Part of me is just like, let's just shut it all down and tank for Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields at this point, and let's just start over with the whole quarterback thing. Like. It, hmm. If you could, if you were okay wasting a season of the players' contracts just to get a all a potentially all-time great quarterback in Fields or Lawrence, it's like a really honestly, as a Bears fan, it's so enticing <laughs> like to maybe yeah. have a shot at that. I don't know because it's not like you need to commit to a, like a five-year rebuild or anything if you just yeah. have one down year. Yeah, well, because the defense still will be good next year. Because right. I think most of those players were signed through either 2021 or 2022. So you still have at least one more year with everybody on the defense. And offense-wise, a lot of hints are pointing to they're going to sign Allen Robinson to big extension. You just drafted Cole Komet and signed Jimmy Graham to two-year deal. You, Tariq Cohen is still uh, – and, and David Montgomery are still on rookie contracts, I believe. So a lot of mm-hmm. your offensive pieces – 
and, and they also locked up their O-line for a while. So a lot, pretty much everything is in, if not great shape, they're at least in decent shape, except for the quarterback. Because either way you look at this yeah. next year, it's like either the, the Bears can pick up Foles' option, which it probably mm-hmm. won't be worth it, or you're going to find out that Trubisky sucks. Like, uh, if you didn't know already, you're going to get it confirmed that he sucks, and you're he's done. So it's like you're either it, – it's like almost a no-win situation at this point. I was really counting on like, – I like Foles, but I was really counting on him being what Mitch needed, and I just don't know what it is. It, it sucks because the guy, Mitch Trubisky, is – such a nice dude he also loves football you can tell like when he's talking he loves football he's like one of the hardest working players he's not like he's jamarcus russell where he's just you know getting fat or ryan leaf where he's just doing drugs or whatever like this guy seriously cares and seriously Mm -hmm. wants to be good he's just not and it sucks it pains me to say it and i've been like a huge mitch fan i just and I'm still hopeful that maybe he can return to at least the 2018 Mitch, where he's mm-hmm. somebody you would want as a starter on a team that has is good in every other phase of the game. Um, can kind of be a game manager and yeah. be adequate at least, yeah, serviceable. Anyway, yeah. I'm going on a while here, but basically the results of Bears camp are very frustrating right now. Come on, boys, get to the box. Five minutes each for unnecessary frustration, eh? Well, our five-minute major, we have some breaking news. As of uh, Wednesday, August 26th at 10.13 p.m. Central Time, uh, just 30 minutes ago, Shams Tranya, I have no idea if that's how you pronounce it, but uh, he's a writer for the NBA, I think on The Athletic. Yeah, The Athletic. Um, He uh, tweeted out, the Lakers and Clippers have voted to boycott the NBA season, not just a few games because of hmm. the, all the, the Jacob Blake stuff. The entire season, most other teams voted to continue. LeBron James has exited the meeting. So if you didn't know, there was a meeting held by all the players, like an emergency meeting is ha- essentially held by any players that wanted to attend that were in the bubble. And yep. so they all got together um, for this meeting uh, tonight uh, after the Jacob Blake um, shooting. Thankfully, Jacob Blake Blake's alive. I'm trying to remember when that happened. It was like Sunday or Monday. So they're talking yeah. just a couple days after um, the Bucks postponed their game and then the NBA postponed all games until further notice, probably because they wanted to talk to the players. Um, so uh, here's some more information from Shams Trania. Um Miami Heat's Udonis Haslam spoke and essentially told everyone in ro- in the room, without Lakers and Clippers, how will season continue? LeBron James yep. walked out of the meeting. Rest of the Lakers and Clippers exited behind him. And then his next tweet hmm. after that was just, it said, every team besides the Lakers and Clippers voted to continue playing. LeBron James said in the meeting he want he wants owners to be more involved and take action. So... Man in the Michigan hat, what are your thoughts about all of this craziness? Well, first, I'll just give the caveat that, yeah, if you want to hear more reaction, we, when we just recorded Dad Bod Central. So if you're listening on Thursday, this our at last episode of Dad Bod Central yesterday, 
uh, we give more in-depth our thoughts on just the whole situation and the way it impacts sports. But at that time, we weren't aware of this vote. So for more thoughts from us, go there. But uh, again, I'll just kind of say briefly that I would hate to see the season be either completely lost or have two of the best teams, the two best seeds in the West, um, sit the season out. But as a fan, I acknowledge this is an issue that's bigger than the sport, Mm -hmm. bigger than the playoffs and you have to respect the players decisions that this is what they go with um but it doesn't make it any easier to potentially be losing basketball after yeah. we just so recently were able to get it back so um yeah it's been a tough year and yeah the players are have a lot of tough decisions to make yeah uh, what are your thoughts on this this kind of breaking news right now yeah i mean lebron james is obviously the he he has been and even will be for the next few years the face of the NBA. Um, I, th- I think, honestly, I think Luka Doncic is about to uh, kind of take that over here pretty soon. But LeBron James, yeah. everyone knows who he is. Everyone has so much respect for him. Um, him being the one that walks out and being vocal in these meetings is really all that these teams and these players need to see kind of what direction the league will go. Uh, Stephen A. Smith whatever you may think of him, he responded to Shams Trani's tweet and just said, basically, if LeBron is done, then the season is done. Um, and I, I mean, I kind yeah. of agree. I mean, um, yeah. I know last year when LeBron was out of the playoffs, uh, the NBA saw some of its lowest numbers in years with the playoffs because there was no LeBron. Um, and I'm not saying it's all about TV views or whatever. I'm just saying he's that important to the NBA. That, yeah, that's super sure. significant love him or hate him yeah he's yeah yeah um and yeah I, I don't know i don't know what this means going forward i mean part of me says if there's ever a season to cancel this is the one because everything has been such a crapshoot from get-go just because of the coronavirus and everything that was going on the nba bubble made for a good story the phoenix suns made for a good story um but if if you're going to cancel the season, this is the season to do it because it's already so messed up anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So, and it's a better reason to do it than like a player strike for financial issues, yeah. which those are very disappointing times when a season's canceled or we don't have what we expected to see with sports. This is an issue though where you respect it more, understand it more, and as difficult as it is, um, some issues are just bigger than sports. Suns should be the champions. So our two-minute warning is a review of the Cubs Tigers series. To be honest, yeah. when I when I typed out these notes, I was planning on me being gleeful about this Woo! series. Um, I picked the Cubs last week on week on last week's scorecast to sweep. So did the man in the Michigan hat, and the Cubs just dropped two out of three in embarrassing fashion to one of the worst teams in the American League, or if not the whole major league. They the Cubs dominated game one. They won like nine to three. And then each of the last two games they lost and they gave up seven runs to the Tigers. Yeah. I I don't even know what more to say. So man Michigan yeah. hat, go ahead and be happy. I mean 
obviously I'm happy as a Tigers fan, but again, we are not a great team. <laughs> and um, I mean, I will give credit to the Tigers. They looked good. They played well. Um, they produced runs, which had been a struggle. Pitching was still somewhat of a struggle, but we got more experience for young pitchers, which was awesome. Tigers look good in this series, Shut whatever up. that means, and Shut it's up. relative. <laughs> but Shut up. <laughs> um, I, this does feel like a series, which I get frustrated when people focus on the team that lost rather than the team that won and, and say this was more about them. But I do think the series was probably more about the Cubs than it was the Tigers. Um, had a the, few rough stretches in a row. Some things to figure the out. The Cubs started the season with like historically good pitching. And yeah. I, think, I think the holes in the Cubs rotation are really showing. Aging Lester. Hendricks is mm-hmm. still pretty decent. And you Dar- Darvish, Darvish is, is your is your best pitcher. But everywhere else is kind of like, don't really know. And the hitting just isn't there. They just stop. So, again, uh, huge news potentially coming out of the NBA. I'm very hopeful that we'll have a conclusion to the season, be able to see some playoffs. But if we don't, I understand. And, um, yeah, some big questions that need to be answered right now. As far as the Tigers, more positives when it comes to development of players and a good win for us. Uh, we're going to be tested against the Twins coming up next. Yeah, I echo a lot of what you said about the NBA. Of course, we would love to see a season end, but or a season a conclusion but got to take what you get and really there are more important issues than basketball games as for the cubs without david bodie you they would be like two and eight or something in the last 10 because david bodie's won like two games all by himself it's ridiculous all right listeners we teased it at the beginning of the episode we've been teasing it on social media uh and on dad bod central uh, but it is time. It is time for your man at Sir Yacht on Twitter to come on for our interview. So please stay tuned and listen to really what we've identified as the best interview we've done so far. Sir Yacht, how are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. Um, I'm I'm in this cornfield right now. I don't know if you guys have the uh, the the video recording, but I I am in a cornfield and not in my car. So <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> perfect cool perfect so tell us a little bit about yourself um are you a fan of the big 10 you did a lot of reporting about them on your twitter feed and then also how did you come up with the name sir yacht yeah so um first off i i'm basically just uh a sports ranting content creator um on twitter on and i do a lot of stuff with cleveland sports national sports things like that um, with TikTok, I do a lot of stuff with Ohio and like Midwest things. Um, I make music. I do a bunch of other things. Um, with Sir Yacht, the, the, the name came about um, from a bunch of Miller Lights when I was in college. I, uh, <laughs> I did it originally to make a uh, for like a music name. I, I had a solo name before and it, it sucked. So I wanted to change it to something I could get on social media. I love water. I wanted people to know that I was an artist and not a group. So that's uh after some brainstorming, Suryak kind of rolled off the tongue, and uh, yeah, it was just kind of uh, from there. But yeah, so I'm a I'm a big Ohio State fan. My girlfriend's from uh, well, she went to Auburn, so I'm now an, uh, a huge Auburn fan by uh, relationship. 
And uh, yeah, it's a very confusing fandom. Um, I get a lot of shit for it, but <laughs> well, I, uh, I know. I mean, I, I really do enjoy both teams. Well, speaking of confusing fan, this is a super side story, but one of my best friends growing up, he grew up a Michigan fan and then he went to Auburn for one year and then transferred to Clemson. And so, what? He, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Getting all and the conferences. I, and I'm a Notre Dame fan. So, and he's also, I'm a Bears fan and a, a Cubs fan. He's a Cardinals fan, a Packers fan, and a Clemson fan. And so his teams would just beat up my teams a lot, which I hate. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. yeah. That's... Anyway. Good for him, though. I mean, he, he, uh, <laughs> I he traveled well. He deserves it. He yeah. played that right. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so, sir, yeah, I was going to say that's a, you know, you mentioned you changed your name to that. After all this, I don't think you can change your name anymore. I think you're stuck with Sir Yacht. Yeah, I, it's there's no shot of me ever changing. And even, <laughs> even if I do, I think people will remember me as that. So, yep. yeah, it's been wild. It's been a crazy, crazy week or so. Um, it's been fun, but it's also been, it's also been kind of crazy. It, well, I just said crazy. It's just, it's 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 been insanity. How about that? Sure. It's been it's yeah. been nuts. Yeah, yeah, it has. It's been even just watching it. We've just been so fascinated by watching. Um, yeah, just everything unfolds. So, yeah, let's kind of – we'll jump right into that then. What were your thoughts, uh, just talking about the Big Ten, when they canceled the season? Uh, and you talk yeah, about so, – go ahead. Yeah, Yeah. oh, sorry. So, um, well, when, when uh, that kind of happened, I, I put a tweet out probably three days before that the season was going to get canceled. Um, there were maybe some rumors fro- floating around and stuff, but this guy who enjoyed some of the content I made, He's like, hey, I got some information for you. He explained to me who his source like or who like his connection was. Um, so I didn't really have a direct source through all this, but I, I mean, I was like the next best thing. And I was like, yeah, sure. We'll mm-hmm. put it out there, see what happens. And it got canceled a few days later. So I was like, oh, I can trust this guy. And he came to me with some information about how the Big Ten, uh, you know, is trying to have a season. And if not, Ohio State, Michigan, Nebraska, Iowa were, were threatening to bolt to go to the Big 12 or the ACC. So put that out and then, um, so what's, what's crazy about it is, you know, a lot of people are calling me a liar, you know, like a predator. I'm like people to, that are depressed in college football and I'm just doing it for followers and stuff. And that stuff's kind of bothered me over the past week or so. Um, cause I, I mean, everything I've said has been factually true. The only thing I messed up on was saying that the big time was coming back hundred percent. I mean, it was supposed to. I just didn't know that there were, and my source didn't know either that there were people of higher power, for example, the governor of Michigan, the threatening mm-hmm. to sue the big 10. And like, I, I had no idea that that was going to happen, but it, it was, everything was supposed to go like good as planned a hundred percent. And it, it just didn't. So I, I feel, I feel bad from that sense, but everything else I've put out, I mean, things are surely uh, slowly leaking out right now. I, I firmly stand by it. And, uh, you know, it's just, it is what it is. So when you, cause I was reading your tweets when you said, you know, no, I'm not a liar. And so I was, I guess I was unclear what people were accusing you of lying about. And so I wasn't sure if that, cause at one point you said, Oh, later this week, it'll break. And then it didn't. So I wasn't sure if people were accusing you of lying about the timeline or if it was about the hundred percent, what were people accusing you of lying about? <laughs> about, about probably anything you could accuse somebody of. It wasn't just one thing. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I think a lot of people um, thought I made up a source cause I wasn't revealing who it was, but that you don't really do that. And I'm yeah. not, I'm, I'm not a reporter, but that's just, 
obviously that's like textbook, like unwritten rule. Like you don't even have to discuss it. Like you never discuss sources. Like I, I yeah. die for this source. I would, I would never tell anybody who it was. Yeah. Adam Schefter I mean, I, says per source all the time. Yeah. I mean, he has a little more credibility than I do to be well, fair. I know, but, but I mean, saying... I agree. Yeah. I mean, but Rappaport came out with something today about, um, cause, uh, Earl Thomas is supposed to go to the Cowboys. He said, and Jerry Jones came out today and was like, Ian Rapport has no idea what he's talking about. He's wrong. <laughs> and Ian's like, okay, he's not going there. So everyone's like, a couple people were like, oh, sure, y'all did this. I was like, okay, Adam Schefter and Ian, Ian Rapport are a little more credible than me. But, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, people are accusing me of, like, of a source and like, oh, well, you said the Big Ten was going to happen and now it's not because you're a liar. I'm like, no, I'm not a liar. Should I have said 100% no because it's done until it's actually finalized? Um, especially with something as serious as this, like during a pandemic, um, you, you really need to make sure. So, I mean, I, I got excited with a bunch of information. My source said 100%, and, you know, everything is supposed to be good. All the athletic directors were unanimous in this. Um, but, unfortunately, uh, there are higher powers that I didn't know about that yeah. could make things happen or not happen. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's nuts because, I mean, like I said, a lot of the things I reported have been true. Like, the, there was no vote. Um, the athletic directors were left out of the dark. Kevin Warren basically made this decision by himself at a roundtable discussion, and and he's doing everything in his power to not have Big Ten football. So it's it's honestly disgusting. And 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 what pisses me off the most, and the people bring this up a lot, is if it, if it was for really if it really was about player safety, then why the hell is his son playing in Mississippi State? Still? Thank like, you. Why? Yeah. That's we brought it's, that it's up. It's not about on. player safety. It's not about player safety. So. Okay, so you, you brought up the vote, and that was something that we had talked about even before we were reading off of your your Twitter feed. Because uh, right when they announced there was a vote, there was also people saying there wasn't a vote. So I, <laughs> the whole vote thing is confusing. And you said that, yeah, Warren basically made the decision by himself, yet people were saying that Iowa and Nebraska voted against that. I, I don't know. I'm just confused by the whole story with the votes. Yeah, so from my understanding, Iowa and Nebraska were super vocal, um, at least their presidents, because the presidents were the ones in the meetings, um, because the athletic directors were left out of the dark. And so there was this 12 to 2 thing where obviously, yeah, like I said, Nebraska, Iowa were against it. And, and I think Kevin Warren or somebody else leaked it from the Big Ten, you know, saying that there was this vote. Well, then Purdue's athletic director comes out and says, I have no idea about any of this, and I'm pretty sure that there wasn't a vote because he's talking, probably talking to the Purdue president. And he's like, I mean, there was like a round table discussion and they came to a conclusion, but it's like almost, it's almost like having like yes men in like a round, like in a discussion for a meeting. It sounded like it was just complete bogus. And it, it, I don't know, I, from, from what I understand, it doesn't sound like there was a complete conclusion. Um, Cause there's a lot of people that are really angry. I mean, all, a lot of the presidents were angry about this decision. All, all of the athletic directors, especially wanted to play. I mean, it just sounded like Michigan was the team. I mean, Northwest, I mean, all the Illinois teams, Northwestern Illinois probably weren't going to play, but from what it sounded like from the get go, everybody in Michigan wanted to play except for the president and except for the governor. That was it. And those are the two <laughs> people that were holding everything back. And we were reporting that stuff, my source and I, and, um, you know, and unfortunately it makes, I mean, I had to say that stuff, but then it makes me look like an idiot because yeah. I'm saying a hundred percent and a hundred percent does not mean zero percent, unfortunately. 
So has it basically, would you say it's flipped now? So you were saying it hundred percent happened. Would you say it's hundred percent not happening now? Or do you think there's a middle ground? I don't think it's a middle ground. I, I look, I think Ohio state has a very good, if, if, I mean, if, if there is a season where, you know, the SEC, ACC are playing, do not be surprised. I mean, cause this is getting, this is going to get delayed. My, my assumption. Um, well, cause the SEC is playing starting like late September. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I mean, I would not be surprised if Ohio State is playing. I mean, that if if what my sources told me is that if Ohio State doesn't play, nobody's going to play. Meaning, Ohio State is doing whatever it takes to play. So I don't know about the Big Ten. Unfortunately, it, it sounded like every. I mean, Gene Smith had a plan in place. He had a plan in place, and I mean, they had enough teams. They got it signed off, and I I don't understand how Michigan has anything to do with it because they weren't in the proposal. They weren't playing. So mm-hmm. why are they threatening lawsuit? Why are they threatening legal action? I don't know. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just, it's, it's terrible. It's, yeah. it's so sad. So I am saying right now, I don't think the big 10 will have a season solely because of Gretchen Whitmer and governor of Michigan. But mm. yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you that because, well, I'm wearing, as if you can see, I'm wearing <laughs> Ohio State hat and shirt. But actually, I am a Michigan fan. This is he's serving uh, a punishment. For this is a punishment. Why? Why? <laughs> so, yeah, this Biggest is an anime plot twist ever. What the hell? <laughs> so yeah, you I'm guys a are both in, you guys are both in Michigan then, right? Or no, I'm I'm in the Chicago area. I'm a Notre Dame fan. Yeah, and, oh, that's right, right. Sorry. And, yeah, and a, I'm from Michigan. Michigan originally, but yeah, don't live there now. So, uh, but yeah, gotcha. so that's yeah. That after that plot twist. I've expressed a lot of frustration with uh, Michigan president and the governor. And uh, as you said, like you have Harbaugh, which Harbaugh says a lot of stupid stuff, but he said some really smart stuff. I think as far as um, the way you could pull a season off the, the kind of precautions you can put in place and kind of the mindset he has as far as trying to push for a season. And like you said, it seems like it's something beyond his control and even yeah, all of the coaches and uh, yeah, it's just been frustrating. Because we don't know where has, these decisions are coming from, and yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, me being an Ohio State guy, you know, I don't, I don't, I mean, I love the rivalry because you're supposed to hate Michigan, Michigan's supposed to hate Ohio State, and things like that. But I, mm-hmm. everything he has said regarding COVID and everything like that, I've 100% agree. It's not the most feasible thing in the world, but I think it's way easier than just letting the kids go to classes like around campus and things. And a lot of these kids depend on these opportunities post-grad in the NFL for other positions from the connections that they make playing football. I mean, it's just, it's such yeah. a once in a lifetime experience. I played, I played division three basketball and I, I miss it. I mean, I, can you imagine being a division one football player for a billion dollar program? I mean, it's just, it's nuts. Like it's just fun mm-hmm. being at the game. So yeah. I, I get it though. I mean, nobody really has the answers to these things, but they, I mean, what, what pisses me off and I, I know I'm, I know I'm rambling right now, but what pisses me off is that Ohio is having high school sports play, yeah. but we're not having Ohio state play like that. Really? I realize these are made, these are yes. And these are decisions that are made by two different entities. Completely understand that. But how ass backwards is that the high school sports wow. Ohio are playing and Ohio State will not be playing in the Big Ten? Like, that just doesn't make any sense. That makes me angry now. <laughs> uh, dang. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, you don't need to apologize for rambling. That's what we're all about here. Um, but, <laughs> good, good. But, good. Uh, so, you mentioned earlier about uh, just people 
uh, you know, basically accusing you for like doing all this to get attention or whatever. So like, what would you say is your response to the like people who would say that? I mean, I get it. Like, look, I mean, people are going to be mad because I mean, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to tell anybody how they should feel. I mean, if I, if I heard somebody say the big 10 season, hundred percent going to happen and didn't, you know, I'd be pissed at them. I'd be like, you literally said it was going to happen. What the hell? <laughs> so I feel bad in that regard. I do apologize for making it hundred percent, but I'm not a liar. I'm not a liar because everything I've, I just misreported and should not have said a hundred percent, even though it's supposed to be a hundred percent. I just, again, didn't know anything about Gretchen Whitmer. Didn't know about the Michigan president. And I mean, it's, it's, it's all, I mean, there's so many things that are involved, so many layers, so much corruption in the big 10 that yeah. I didn't know about that. It's, it's nuts, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not a liar. I just misreported on that, but I'll, everything else I've said is, has been true. Um, you know, I like a lot of the stuff, like I said, with the athletic directors not knowing about things and the presidents and, and the commissioner not having a vote. And it's, it's so I, I'm, I get that people are angry and I understand the frustration, especially towards me. But if you look at everything else I put out to this day, besides the big 10 coming back, you know, I've, I've, I mean, I would never put my, I worked too hard for this content. So I would never put my reputation exactly, on the line. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I promise, and, and again, like it, it might, I mean, I can't a hundred percent prove to you because I'm not giving up my source. I exactly. can tell you it's a, it's a power five athletic director and that's all I'll say. Yeah. But I mean, cause he's told me I could do that, but I, again, like I'm not going to give that up because that's just, uh, that'll get him in trouble and that'll get the athletic yeah. director in trouble. No, it's completely unprofessional. So yeah. no, I totally I'll, I'll bite the bullet. I'll bite the bullet now though. We talk a little bit about uh, just conspiracies when it comes to the Big Ten and um, what was decided and by who. And there's been accusations of you, yes, causing conspiracy theories. So just kind of maybe a more lighthearted question, but talking about conspiracies, rank these conspiracy theories from most likely to least likely. (laughs) So the, the theories are Big Ten lied about canceling the season. Tupac Shakur is still alive. JFK was assassinated by someone other than Lee Harvey Oswald or the moon landing was fake. Those are the four conspiracy theories. Rank them. Yep. From most, likely, likely. Yeah. most likely to least likely that they did happen according to the conspiracy theory. Um, I mean, the Big Ten canceling the season, I can tell you, that, I mean, that's got to be number one because that actually did happen. Um, second would have to be... Tupac being alive, I, yeah. I can believe that he's alive. Nice. I can believe that he's alive. I, I don't know about the JFK one. Um, the moon, I see, I have to rank that third, though, because I saw, I mean, you have you seen that video of um, that guy confronting Buzz Aldrin and saying, like, the moon landing was fake and Buzz he just punches, punches him, him yeah. in the face? <laughs> I haven't seen that. I, I need to look that up. Yeah, it's classic. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can fake that. Like, mm-hmm. you, I don't think you can fake, like, that anger, like, or he would be mad just because he's lying. Yeah. Uh, so I would have to rank the J, JFK being killed by somebody besides Lee Harvey Oswald. But again, like, dude, you know what pisses me off so much too? Sorry, tangent is Darren Ravel oh. tweeted out. He like does uh, Darren Ravel such a fucking bum, but he tweeted <laughs> out. He tweeted out. He was like, uh, on this day, JFK was assassinated or whatever. And like, you know, how usually that video like cuts out right. Right. When the bullet comes. Yeah. 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 They he just played the uncensored video of his head exploding. Oh my hmm. word! 
I was like, like this well, was like last I year. I tell you what. Yeah. First thing I woke up to, I yeah, cause I, I I look at Twitter right when I'm out of bed, and I'm like, well, that sucks. I didn't expect to see uh, former president's head just kind of blown off. Didn't even know that that was like that existed. I thought it was just. That yeah. was just always cut out. Because you always see so the like, cut versions. Fuck yeah. you, Darren. Yeah. Like, fuck you, Darren. That's crazy. Wow. I don't remember that. Yeah, that's uh, not the wake-up call you wanted at all. At all. Yeah. He's, huh. yeah. I've I direct messaged him before. He's direct messaged me about he's supposed to come into town and, and cover this, like, thing we do with the Cavs, me versus Nuggets, um, where you where the Cavs have to eat – you Cavs fans have to eat more Chicken McNuggets than d- the Denver Nuggets score points. <laughs> He's supposed to come in and then he flakes. So ever since then, I haven't, I haven't liked him very much. Got a beat. Yeah. Area. I've eaten 90 before. I've Dang, 90. man. And how, what length of time? With, uh, the entire game, basically. Wow. So we've, uh, Joey Chestnut was supposed to do it at one point, but we were going to handicap it to, like, hot dogs or something. Yeah. Like, he'd have to eat more Holy hot dogs. Crap. That's impressive. Yeah, I would not have guessed that number. 90. There was a person – yeah, there was a person that ate like 110 and like one. Oh my one. gosh! Did you? Yeah, so that was what, on, yeah. What's your strategy for getting down 90 nuggets? And did you use sauces at all? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a good question. So I like starved myself the entire day. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why? The only thing I had was communion at uh at oh at, there you go mass. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was like the only thing, and then it, it was nuts because um, so my, yeah they. I try not to use too much sauce because it's like any extra calories you don't want to use. Yeah. I mean, I'm only drinking water. Um, but then like at the end, you kind of want to use the sauce because I mean, your neck is like just lined with grease. Like it is disgusting. Oh. The amount of grease that is down your throat, oh. you can feel it seeping down. I mean, it's, it's bad. I mean, it's, that's the toughest part is the grease, not necessarily being full, but it's like all that, all that grease. So you need sauce to kind of take it down. Plus the nuggets are getting cold. We had like an air fryer to the side, but like that takes time. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, oh it's fun word. though. I was on a set. I was on a set with uh, the big place out here in, in, uh, in Cleveland and it's, uh, it's, it's a fun time for sure, but it's uh, – I barfed both times I did it this year. I would year, too. So. I don't blame you. <laughs> so the, the, real, the real loser was me, but the biggest loser was uh, was Dave's toilet, the guy who runs Ooh. the show. Twice, twice. Yeah, big old big old bar, bar sesh. At so. least you guys weren't like uh, eat, like doing a con- eating contest of like Taco Bell items because it would be – Yeah. I've done that probably. before. We So we <laughs> – my friends and I did a contest like four or five years. We're going to do it again and, and do money for charity eventually. But that'll be awesome. Basically, who's the fastest that can eat like the 12, like regular, just regular tacos? Like who can the eat party the party box fastest? or whatever? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We'll do like an entry with people or something. But it's it, obviously COVID throws everything through. Yeah. Loop, so yeah. we'll see. But yeah, it's, I love, I love like eating competitions. I love the science behind it. I love to kind of do it myself. But that's awesome. I mean, guys like Joey Chestnut, it's just, I can't yeah. even fathom what he does and how many things i mean i don't know if you guys have watched like the mr beast video of him he ate a six foot pizza in one sitting and beat seven people on mr beast team that were competing against him like and he wow. just beat them one person he's like that's the hardest thing i've ever done in my life and he was just i don't know it's oh my fine. word that's, that's crazy great. i'd not hear about that i hadn't seen the that the best enough. thing he's ever done best thing he's ever done is after i watched the hot dog eating contest this year 
Yeah. And he goes up and they're asking him about like the interview. And you know how like, you know, LeBron or whatever, like defer to his teammates or, you know, people do that. Like, oh, they yeah, did a yeah, job. Like else. they put me in good positions. Right. He just like, man, like the cooks did really good today. Like they prepared the food really well. Like <laughs> it was warm. Like it tasted really good. Like they credit to them. Like, you That's know, they funny. did really good. Dead serious. I was dying. I was like, this dude's <laughs> That's so awesome. Good. That's funny. Yeah, I love it. I love it, man. I love it. So I kind of switching back to some other, like, I guess college football. I had one last big question about college football for you. And that was like, you've had a week's worth of hot takes. Do you have any yeah. more hot takes for us, whether it's about big 10 pac 12 college football in general, or just sports in general, what's your hottest take you can give us? Um, Kevin Warren is a bitch. That's what my biggest hot take is. that a hot take? Yeah, is that just a fact? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like when people say unpopular opinion and then go like, it's like unpopular opinion, COVID needs to stop. It's like, wow, you're so brave. So brave. Back on the line right there. Wow, look at you. Go off, queen. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. uh, (laughs) That's what I was kind of doing there. But um, see, any hot takes? I mean, my hot take, I guess, would be that, like, Ohio State is going to play this year. I don't know about. I mean, I mean, I don't think Michigan and Michigan State are going to play, unfortunately. Um, but Ohio State will play. That is my hot take. Just because, from what I've heard, from my source and from reading a bunch of articles online, they're so they've been so vocal about playing. And it was so funny because not funny in a funny way, but funny in like a fucked up way. That Gene Smith was a, such a proponent for all this, and then his tone completely switched to a 180 like an hour later after huh. all this information came out, like, right before. And, like, I was, like, really concerned because I was, like, huh. Because Gene Smith was, like, fighting for this. Like, we want to play hashtags and stuff. Proud of Justin Fields for, you know, being all this. And then, like, an hour later, he just, like, yeah, I don't really know if there's going to be a season. And, like, I saw that and I was, like, huh, that's weird. But maybe he's just doing it so he doesn't give anybody's hopes up. But huh. I was hearing anything, like, 100%, 100%, like, it's going to come out today or tomorrow or something like that. And then Kevin Warren drops a bombshell. So, wow. I, I mean, it's, it sucks, but, you know, assuming the Big Ten doesn't have a season now, which sucks, you know, I, I mean, my hot take would be that they're going to play somewhere else. It'd be so cool to have them in the SEC for a year. I think that'd be so oh, sick. Those games would be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But even, even the ACC, because Ohio State will probably try to play Notre Dame or they'll try yep. to play Clemson. But, like, man, it just – that's, like, the best. Dude. I mean, if, I, I, w- I would have loved to have, like, a Super League of, like, all oh, the yeah. best teams, like, just playing in the same division. I mean, dude, that'd be nuts. Just, like, the top so we'll 25. See. Like, yeah. just yeah. the division of the top 25. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, like, the top 25 programs, not necessarily like top. I mean, because it's hard. Like, there's some teams that fluctuate in and out. But, like, you know, right. Michigan will be in there. Ohio State, like, the best Big Ten and SEC, ACC, Pac-12 teams. Yeah. Big 12. And, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, would be, it would be electric, that's for sure. That's awesome. So then – yeah. Well, I was just going to say that yep. you were talking earlier when we were talking about the food eating. Um, you were talking about how you might do one later, raising money for charity. And I saw recently on your Twitter something about an organization called We Choose to Change. So what can you tell us and the listeners about that? Yes, thanks for bringing it up. So uh, we've been working. There's uh, a few internet trolls that – say I only did it to save face or, you know, I, I just do it. So, but whatever, people are just going to be stupid online. So whatever. Yeah. But no, so I've had this in the works with my friend, uh, good friend, Steve Bailey for uh, a couple months. He reached out to me about helping out. I was like, yeah, I'll help out. And then I was like, nah, you know, what? I, I want to help like run the entire thing with you. So yeah, we, we choose to change is kind of just, 
our goal is to put out a bunch of content, share content from people and have them share their stories about, you know, shedding the stigmas with like mental health, anxiety, depression, um, racism, bullying, addiction, mm -hmm. uh, just like any, any like daily, daily struggles, everyday struggles that like, you know, regular people have, um, you know, I love to get, you know, anybody, whether there's like celebrities or anything like that. But I think a lot of people, what, what's kind of missing is like, the open discussion open dialogue for anybody to talk about what they want so I, what i kind of want to do is to have our page be like a resource for people that are like hey i want to share my story and like for them it, to mm. be like an outlet and like for it to get out because it really is a healthy thing I, I i did it like a year and a half ago where i was just like hey like i go through this stuff like every day like it's yeah it's kind of crazy and uh you know it, a lot of people really reach out i do have a lot of great conversations and dms with people that tell me about their lives and things like that and it's just such a blessing um to be able to do that so yeah so we're we're launching the nonprofit. we're gonna you know have like fundraisers and things like that when COVID opens up but we're gonna we're planning on talking to um a bunch of kids like like kids in middle school particularly because you know they're going through puberty and all these changes yeah. And uh, I, I love to talk to inner city kids. Definitely. Um, just let people, anybody that's struggling. I mean, I, and I've gotten a lot of criticism that this is too broad, that you can't cover all this stuff. But there's that saying, it's like and no, nobody can do everything, but everybody can do something. And, hmm. you know, I mean, if I'm, I love to try and help as many people as I can in, in many yeah. different areas. And I've had a lot of people reach out and say that they're going to help too. So I'm, I'm just excited to see where it goes. I'm, I'm learning every day. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, we choose to change the thing is going to do some good things. So I just, I'm, I'm really awesome. happy with the outreach so far. Yeah, that's thank you. super cool. I, I just yeah. got to say, I'm, I'm a big fan of that just because I'm, I'm a, my day job is I'm a high school English teacher. The high school I teach at is, um, I guess not the most privileged community is the, I guess, nice way to say that. And I have a lot of experience in inner city communities well, as well teaching. So all that stuff is near and dear to my heart as well. So that's awesome. And yeah. I just also wanted to say uh, if you, I mean, I have no idea because this was kind of new to, news to me when I was looking at your, your Twitter right before this interview, uh, but our, our network, Shoot Your Shot Sports, the, the founder of it, he likes to do, uh, we're not super big yet, but we're working on it. And he, like, he knows a lot of DJs out in LA and they've done a few fundraisers now where they'll just do like a big DJ show and people donate money and stuff yeah. like that. So I could totally put you in contact with him if that'd be something you'd be interested to do with your organization. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, again, like I don't, we don't, we have like no agenda right now. I mean, it's just basically like however many directions we can kind of help people or like be associated with a bunch of things. I mean, that's the cool thing about the organization is that, you mm -hmm. know, it's, it's, yeah, it is broad, but like the direction of the organization can really go anywhere. I mean, yeah. we just want to be an outlet for people and then, you know, just do it all like fundraising and, I mean, so it, yeah, I, I would, I would absolutely be down with that. Thank you. That'd cool. be great. Yeah. I'll put you in contact with him for sure. Yeah. That's really Perfect. cool too. With, like you said, even if you don't have a specific direction you're going at this point, the main, like that's a good place to start as far as just awareness conversations, kind of taking away the stigma of mental health and uh, everything that comes with that. So yeah, uh, I think so too. Um, yeah. Especially like, I mean, there's really not a whole lot. I mean, there are um, amazing organizations that do so much work. I, I think there is a shortage of people like there's not really um, like a, like an outlet for people that, like maybe they don't have an audience and they want to get their story out or, or yeah. impact as many people as they can. I mean, obviously people, there are people out there that don't 
you know, they say mental health is a choice or whatever. You can right. choose to be happy and like whatever. That's fine. Yeah. You're wrong, but it, it, you know, you just got to deal with the criticism and things like that. But there are a lot of people I think that would really enjoy the positive network that comes when, when you kind of open up about your things and you realize yeah. like, Oh uh, wow. A lot of people really go through the same thing. So again, I'm not trained in anything. I'm not trying to tell people like, here are some coping mechanisms. I'm not, I'm not, you know, a license in anything, but I, what I want to do is connect people that are licensed, connect people that have stories to people that are struggling and then people that can relate. I want to be like a, a resource for things like that. I'm not trying to solve any problems myself per se, but I want to bring all these people together and see if we can create some real change doing that. That's, that's awesome. amazing. And there's such a big need for that. So yep. right. That's awesome. Especially now, especially now. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, as we close then, uh, you, we talked a little bit about that, but just tell us where listeners can find you, your content, uh, and just can continue to follow you. God, yeah. So Suryat uh, is basically everywhere now. TikTok is, is we're almost at 200K, so that's really cool. That's awesome. Um, Twitter is the next big one. We got YouTube, Facebook. Uh, I got music on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you can stream stuff. Um, not only fans, cause I don't do that stuff. So don't, don't look there. If you see Surya and only fans, it ain't me. I'll tell you what, um, it's not me. That's a good disclaimer. Me, but yeah, yeah, it's good to know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, cameo, uh, yeah. And then, like I said, we started this, uh, we choose to change thing. I'm going to, we start, we have a live show every Monday called the yacht club. Um, it was part of my take last week for about 15 minutes. Cause, uh, barstool big cat or big cat uh retweeted it on his uh twitter feed and like was in our comments and stuff and talked oh, about awesome. his, his podcast yeah it was nuts nice. so yes yeah, so, so a lot of cool things going on right now i'm uh putting out some stuff for uh cedar point up here in ohio oh cool um nice. tomorrow so we're doing that for about five days and um yeah i mean hey what so i i do have one more thing but what yeah. when is this podcast going to come out yeah, this will come out on this coming Thursday. Okay, I may or, I guess I can't say what quite yet, but I may or may not be on a reality show in a couple of weeks. Oh, nice. We'll definitely yeah, be following you know. up on That'd that. That'd be yeah. super cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll make the announcement eventually, but I'm, uh, I don't know if I should have said that, but I didn't say <laughs> I was going to be on it. Again, I can't say 100%. Not 100%. Right. Per, yeah. Per source, yeah. I'm I'm leaning towards that right now, so we'll see. Well, that's a really good yeah, cliffhanger. For, for, sorry, I want to get canceled again, so. Yeah. We'll see. That's a really good cliffhanger. So like if if you're listening to this and you're like, "Man, I wonder what reality show he might be on." You're going to have to follow him and his no, stuff you have to, to find follow, out. No, you're going to have to listen to the next episode of this podcast that I'm on and I'll drop what but uh what what reality show I'm going to be on. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that for sure. Let's do that. Yeah. That's what you got to do. There Sorry you go. guys. You got to, yeah, you got to tune into this pod again. So awesome. Sounds good. Thanks. All right. We'll yep. have you on again soon then. Yeah, please. Anytime you want. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, sir. Yeah. You have a great night and keep bringing us that hot news. Yep. Yes. Thank you guys. Really appreciate it. And uh man, man with the Michigan hat who's wearing the Ohio state hat right now. It's very confusing, but I guys, I, I appreciate you so much for having me on and uh, yeah, just best of luck. I, I mean, I know um, you're going to do a lot of big things. and I think the pods are going to really grow because it, it, it really is an enjoyable thing to be on. So yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate the comment. No problem guys. Take it easy. All right. Have a good yeah, night. See ya. Yeah, no problem. All right, Michigan hat. I see that. Hey, look at that. You're, you don't have to wear your Ohio state stuff anymore. That's Thank pretty you. cool. Yeah. You're wearing, uh, instead I'm seeing, what is that? Is that a Red Wings shirt? Yeah. 
so so it feels good to finally be free and uh i'll i'll come back to this again when we get to the end of the episode <laughs> but uh, yeah it's good to be back i am wearing red still but this is our frustration nation red wings themed shirt Very cool. so so where can people find that uh so you can find this at our shop at uh, shop.shootyourshotsports.com uh, you can find Red Wings, any other Detroit sport. You can find our college football, Notre Dame and Michigan theme, since we just talked with Sir Yacht, if you'd like to support a potential return of the Big Ten season. Um, <laughs> yeah, Shop Shoot Your Shot Sports. You can support our shows, other shows like Big Daddy Drew. And, uh, Off the cuff. Dad, Dad Bod Central, we're hoping to get some on soon. Yeah, our merch will continue to grow as our shows have grown and developed. So, um, yeah, be sure to check us out there to support our show and your favorite teams. Have you ever wanted a wide variety of legumes and tree nuts but don't have time to leave your home? Have you ever craved those smooth nuts in your mouth but don't know where to find them? Well, now you can if you go right now to www.nuts.gov. It has gov at the end so you know it's reliable. Here's what one of our highest profile customers had to say. It's me again, Bill Clinton. I just want you to know how much I love nuts.gov. Whether big nuts, small nuts, salty nuts, or any kind of nuts, they'll keep a smile on your face. I haven't experienced this good of a grasp on my nuts since Jennifer Flowers. Nuts.gov has been so stimulating for me. And if there's anything I can do for them in turn, uh, did I say in turn? I better go. Thanks, Bill. Now you can be just like President Clinton if you order our premium Jeffrey Epstein Did Not Kill Himself collection. But wait, there's more! Order now and you can get the Monatka Lewinsky collection, which includes two large acorns and one premium extra-long Arkansasian cigar you can use for any occasion. That's two large nuts collections for the seductively low price of $69.69. Call nuts.gov today and get a load. Thank you again so much to Sir Yacht for coming on and giving us a great interview. Uh, hopefully you all enjoyed that, uh, but it's that time of the show where we move on to some segments. And we're going to start with FN Hypotheticals. So say hypothetically we were to have a segment about hypotheticals. In this hypothetical hypothetical segment, we will hypothetically ask each other hypothetical questions. This could hypothetically range from any sports topic, but also hypothetically include would you rather's amongst other hypothetical questions. Again, this is strictly hypothetical. So, you want to play hypoth? You want to what? 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 <laughs> so, Michigan Maybe? hat. <laughs> you want to hypothetically ask me a hypothetical question? Sure. All right. First question for you, Furious George. Who is the better running back? Ladanian Tomlinson or Adrian Peterson? Hmm. So this is a comparison that obviously two legendary running backs, slightly different skill sets. Uh, so I guess depending on how you're asking this, like which would you rather have? Who was your favorite? Uh, I guess there's some different ways you could approach this. I'm going to go have to go with Kareem Hunt. <laughs> yeah uh 
I'm going to go with Ray Rice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess those 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 two definitely beat the rest of the competition. <laughs> well, yeah, Adrian Peterson. Yeah, also. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm noticing a Yeah, if you wanted here, to but... switch over to Adrian Peterson, uh, <laughs> you're more than welcome nice. to. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, so it, it's an interesting question because really when I think about, I guess, whatever era you would call we that we are currently are in of the NFL, the era before mm. this era, these two were the big names when it came to running backs. Like early 2000s kind of. Early to mid. Kind of like the beginning of our serious fandom probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you do have other big names there, like Maurice Jones-Drew was one of my favorites, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Forte was the Bears running back. I don't, I don't remember who the Lions one was. No one. Okay. Does. Um, and then even like you know, you we made comments about Ray Rice, um, but yep. Ray Rice would have been one. Frank Gore was and still is playing, which is crazy. Yeah. What the heck? Anyway, <laughs> um, but Adrian Peterson, LT. I have a hard time with this. Um, I think um, I think Adrian Peterson's going to hold more records at the end or be closer to holding more records than LT. He's still on a roster, right, for I think Washington? So. Yeah, the Washington football team. The Washington football yeah. team. But I think I'm going I think I'm going to go with LT just because I personally remember him being like just super electric and like endlessly ridiculous almost like every time he touched yeah. the ball you felt like he was gonna break a big one if you know what i mm-hmm. mean and I, I i don't know i i just felt like i feel like he was more explosive and that's why mm-hmm. i'm gonna choose lt what do you think yeah i am gonna choose lt i mean there are a lot of similarities in my mind when i think of the two both of them obviously dominant running backs both of them also i think of primarily with one team and then later in their career we had lt went to the jets and then peterson kind of moved around a little bit so um yeah i'm gonna i mean their stats are pretty comparable i think uh peterson already has more yards than lt okay but um and i think his yards per carry might be a little higher but when you just look at touchdowns especially receiving stats and receiving touchdowns lt was just more dominant from what i remember and statistically it looks like this is true too when it comes to like inside the red zone a diversity of how you can score catching out of the backfield and not just kind of a goal line running kind of running back so not to take away from peterson because he obviously wasn't a one-trick running back but I'm going to go with LT. Yeah, I mean, I'm not taking away from Peterson either. I mean, I very vividly remember that when he broke Walter Payton's single game rushing record against the Bears, yep. and he ran for yep. like 290 yards. Like, he almost broke 300 yards rushing on one game, which is insane. Crazy. Um, yeah. And obviously, we're comparing the two because they're both dominant. Yeah. So, yeah, we wouldn't. He, they wouldn't even be in this discussion no. if they weren't both great. Yep. So, um, slim edge to LT. But, yeah, good question, though. Yeah, so the next question is, which pro sports team name includes the best food or beverage to consume? <laughs> uh, There's I mean, I can one think perfect of a number, or one perfect name. Okay, my first two I'm thinking of, the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, that's the best one. Okay, yeah, that's I figured that was where you are going to, um, which obviously is supposed to be gold nuggets, but Mick it works nuggets. for chicken nuggets. Yeah. yeah, the Denver chicken nuggets. Um, the only other one I could even kind of think of is the Brewers, but yeah, they're not even, it's not a, 
a drink. It's just it kind of like is. It's the, the person who makes the drink. Yeah. So it's connected to it. I couldn't even think of any more. So honestly. the Anaheim Ducks. I don't know if you've had duck, oh, okay. but duck is very good. So then like sharks too would be. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe maybe this is a bad question. I don't know. Do do you eat marlin meat? I think you do. I think. I, I mean, is I that haven't. Like is that illegal and they just do it in like Japan? <laughs> I have no I don't idea. Know. Are they in danger? I'm not sure. I'm trying to think. The Red Wings could be like a spicy chicken wing. Ooh. I'm getting hungry. That sounds good. A wing that sounds really good. Hmm. I know. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. The White Sox would be like hand, foot, mouth disease. Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good summary of their, their team. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, you wouldn't want to eat, I mean, people do eat snakes, but you probably wouldn't want to eat a diamondback. Um, no. can't really eat a dodger or a, <laughs> I guess you could eat a giant. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm, I'm just kind of going through all these teams. Right, right. I'm thinking NFL teams right now too. Oh, you think? I mean, the, the nuggets were the clear answer, oh, yeah. but for sure. NFL teams the browns yeah i mean the actually there's brown. a chicago based uh fried chicken place called brown's chicken oh yeah it's nice. really good I actually i prefer it over popeyes just you know oh man <laughs> um so yeah that works i like browns oh buckeyes that's a type of candy oh you're right it's like that peanut butter chocolate yeah those are actually super what? good that's funny though is like when we go to ohio for christmas and stuff people make those and there they use like they leave the little bit of chocolate at the top or peanut butter showing at the top so it actually looks like a buckeye uh-huh. but in michigan or anywhere else they, I've had cover, them, them they cover the whole thing with chocolate that's and awesome. they just call it peanut butter balls that's awesome nobody in, nobody in michigan calls them buckeyes <laughs> i respect so, yeah. that that's awesome so the next question is this is a tough choice because neither one is good <laughs> which is more off-putting to you the possibility of Aaron Rodgers on the Bears or Sidney Crosby being on the Red Wings. Yeah, so this is hard because I feel like I feel like maybe I should have worded the question more of Aaron Rodgers on either of our teams, whether it's the Bears or Lions, or Sidney Crosby on the Red Wings or Blackhawks because hmm. uh, I, I don't care as much about Sidney Crosby on the Red Wings. But I can tell you that Aaron Rodgers on the Bears – it, even though, to be honest, I would be in favor of him signing with the Bears because he'd be the best quarterback that we, we've had pretty much ever. Um, ever, possibly. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it would be – it would take a lot of adjusting for me to, like, get <laughs> used to, like, okay, wait. Aaron Rodgers is now our quarterback. And, like, seeing him in the Bears' colors, I would just – I would really need some time to process that in my brain. But at the same time, Sidney Crosby, I, I, he would look weird in Red Wings colors, I'll admit. Like, you're just so used to seeing him in the black and the yellow. Um, yeah. But if, if I thought about him on the Blackhawks, I don't know if I could stand it. Both of those guys are just faces I want to punch. And I just don't <laughs> know. I don't know. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers would still be more off-putting probably because I hate him so much. But yeah. Sidney Crosby's right up there for me. So this answer, I mean, you would assume, which is, you mentioned this at the beginning of the question, that me being a Red Wings fan, I would say that'd be worse. 
I think this answer for me has changed too. Like if you would have asked me in 2008, 9, 10, yeah. like right at the height of that rivalry when we yeah. went back to back Stanley Cups versus them and everything, um, that would be just probably the worst thing I could be asked is having to picture him on the Red Wings. Yeah. He was, for me, the most hated athlete uh, at that time ever in any sport, and that lasted for a long time. But now, Sid- in my Sydney mind. Sydney is a good name for someone to get punched too. Like, yeah. It just. Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 42 uh, Wallaby Way. <laughs> <laughs> P. Sherman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, some of that, though, I feel, and maybe it's just because the Red Wings have been bad, and I haven't followed hockey as closely as I used to, uh, but also, obviously, the rivalry there is different because you don't have both teams contending in the same way, meeting each other in the playoffs and everything, but um, I'm going to say it would have been Sidney Crosby to the Wings would have been the worst option, but just in the past five, six years, Aaron Rodgers yeah. has become a more hated athlete for me, and even though it's the Bears... It's just if you think of this question in general, which one is weirder and which athlete do I hate more? It's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. That's tough, though. All right. Our final question is so there's a backstory to this. And basically, if you're unaware, basically a bunch of mainly Instagram models were finding themselves invited into the NBA bubble uh, because mm-hmm. I guess the way to say it would be that the NBA players were lonely um it's a good way it's a nice way to say family friendly (laughs) um and i just wanted friends uh so these instagram models come in and basically there's this one instagram model who kind of found fame because or infamous depending on how you look at it she hooked up with seven phoenix suns players and some people were reporting it was at the same time i've I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I'm not going to to speculate on that. Um, but this, anyway, she was just recently disowned by her parents. So, our, our hypothetical. I mean, I shouldn't be laughing, but it's just a crazy story. Our question here is, Shane, what would you do with seven players of any team that would get you disowned by your parents, and who would those players be? I mean, that would do it, but. <laughs> Uh, I don't so know. So that's what if you I would like, do. That's what you would choose no. to do. With no, <laughs> don't twist my words. Um, if I think more realistically, like me and seven Michigan foot, like the Michigan football uh-huh. defensive line uh-huh. or something, go to Michigan State and like vandalize their stadium nice. or something. I like that. Um, yeah, I mean, my parents would be upset. Obviously, I, f- I feel like they'd understand some degree. <laughs> But but yeah, that they would be upset. Nice. Just any crime I would commit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. Do you have a specific <laughs> plan in mind already or I don't know. You see, I, it's almost like I like this question more than whatever my answer would be. Um my first thought was seven players from the Bears. Mhm. And something to get disowned. Um I really like vandalism, but I don't want to steal that. Um, and to be honest, I don't know if I would be disowned for vandalism. Oh, just be I know what I would do. I know what I would do. I would, <laughs> I would actually, I would be with seven Chicago Blackhawks, and mm-hmm. we would. <laughs> this is so stupid. We would try to enter 
and exit Canada without passport without passports or proper paperwork multiple times wow. and be detained by Risky customs. Business. Yeah. yeah. So that maybe sneak in some fruits and vegetables. Yeah. So I'd try to brush mm. up on my French Canadian probably ahead of time. And yep. I'd probably also try to just be as quiet as possible and just let like Jonathan Taves and uh Corey Crawford and Duncan Keith speak and be like, I'm I'm with them. Um, just apologize or even if they were trying to get into canada me just trying to like sneak in and act like a team like an equipment manager or something like just try like oh i'm with the team and (laughs) i'm wearing like a black like a blackhawks polo or a button-up or something like yeah yeah. i'm supposed to be here yeah so huh so nothing as outlandish as (laughs) what happened in the bubble no but if i had to do that it would be with (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) i have the seven names (laughs) Oh yeah, respect to the throat goat for her <laughs> performance in the bubble. That's right. That's, uh, that's a good place to to end this segment and move on <laughs> to sports acronyms. All right, Furious, so you know how things stand for things? Well, in this segment, we pick people from sports and we give them an acronym based on their name that truly explains who they are. As always, we will analyze for your enjoyment. So, Furious George, RSG, that is ready, set, go. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! My acronym is actually Sir Yacht. Nice. Yeah, so, you know, listeners, you just listened to an interview from him and... Uh, this is probably the best I could come up with in terms of a, what's accurate with who he is. So I wrote sorta an inside reporter, yet mm-hmm. ADs canceled his tweets. So hmm. what I'm thinking here is, you know, he had these very bold tweets with an unnamed source that Big Ten football would return. Um, and actually, it's kind of inaccurate to see the ADs cancel the tweets because from all accounts... The ads are mostly for playing football. It's really the presidents and Governors. especially the commissioner uh, Kevin yeah. Warren that don't want to, it to be played. So it's a little inaccurate. But in terms of working with the word yacht, which is kind of a uniquely spelled word in and of itself, I think I did a pretty good job. Nice. It's one of those words if you say a lot, it doesn't look like a word. Yacht. 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 Speaking of things yeah. that don't look like real words, what's your acronym? <laughs> so my acronym is Miguel Cabrera. So I've talked about him a little bit, uh, especially since we talk about Cubs, Tigers. Um, but here, let me just start with the acronym. So Miguel Cabrera stands for Miggy is great, unreal, electrifying, legend. Clearly, age begins robbing effectiveness. Remember and appreciate. Remember the Alamo. So <laughs> remember the Alamo. <laughs> um yeah, he's my favorite Tiger ever, probably. Probably one of the best Tigers ever, at least in him and Verlander when you talk about modern Tigers, like this century. Uh, he is now, he just passed Adrian Beltre on the all-time RBIs list. Nice. Uh, he's 20 or 21 all-time. He's going to go down, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's going to go down as one of the best Tigers ever. But athletes get old yep. and some athletes age a little more gracefully than others and Miguel Cabrera has basically fallen off a cliff and it sucks to see he's batting like 180 something last time I checked 
he was actually tonight they just played game three against the, the Cubs. He had a couple hits and yeah, it's great, but he used to be a real power hitter. Earlier in the series, there he scored on a sack fly, and I was impressed to see him hustling down the third baseline to score on a sack fly. And yeah, and that's kind of goes to show like to th- this year they said he's in the best shape he's been in in several years, and it's true, and he still looks like he's just struggling on the bases. And a cut like last year and two years ago was really bad. Hasn't he had some injuries um, too? He has, yeah, especially the past couple of years, and just overall, his he's never been. A suit, he's always played first base. He's never been a speed player. Right. And that's why I kind of hoped he would age a little better. Maybe more like Albert Pujols, where not what he used to be, but you don't ask as much out of him physically right. as far as speed and uh, things like that. So you would hope to see him not fall off as badly as he has. Um, and it's tough. Those last few years of a big contract always kind of suck and always handicap your team. But right now, it really hurts us. And um, so he's yeah. So he's thirty. Remember, him. he's thirty-seven years old. Yeah. He's at four hundred eighty-one home runs. Do you think he can hit five hundred? I really hope so. That was my hope, but now I don't know because I mean he'll play the rest of this year. I I don't think this will be his last year. I haven't heard any discussions of that unless he announces it suddenly. So I mean, between this year and next year, I assume so. He's also a hundred and seventy-ish hits away from 3000 yep so those would both be great milestones to see him get and i i don't know how much those numbers mean to him personally as far as if he would extend his career longer than he planned to um as far as i know he's going to play out the rest of his contract which i think is at least two more years Um, 11 time all-star that's insane yeah he's a he's a legend he was a hitting a batting triple crown winner in like 2012 it says 12 time yeah, mvp hit 330 had like 45 home runs yeah he's a great player and um so yeah remember and appreciate just everything he's done for the team um but yeah it's kind of sad too so he was he was the triple crown winner in 2012 but this is awesome so even aside from that he was also a four-time al batting champion he was a mm-hmm. two-time AL home run leader and a two-time AL RBI leader. So obviously, one of each of those years was for the Triple Crown in 2012. Yep. But two other years, he was the batting champion, and one other year, he was the RBI leader, and one other year, he was the home run leader. That's insane. And he's won at least one MVP. He won two. So, yeah. Back to back. Yep. So that's when you talk about David Dombrowski for the Tigers and. The, like best Tigers trades, getting him from the Mar- or the Marlins was probably the best trade I'll ever see the Tigers make. Yeah, but um, yeah, end of the career coming quick. So who's the who's the best Tiger, Miguel Cabrera or Ty Cobb? I know you've seen a lot of that Ty Cobb footage. Yeah, I to, let me go back and look at the tape. Uh, that's one thing I. Maybe it makes me a bad fan. I don't know very much about the old Tigers, um, like Hank Greenberg. I, I I know the names, and I've seen the statues yeah. and some of the clips, but I don't know them enough to compare, especially well, with the being so different. Batting average, 367, 4,191 hits, 117 home runs, and 1,938 runs batted in, 892 stolen bases. How many home runs? 117. Which for, that's like crazy low, isn't it? I mean, for them, it's not that bad. I mean, he played from 1905 to 1928. Hmm. 
in the last two years was with the Philadelphia Athletics. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, obviously, as far as batting average and hits and all that, yeah, legend. I don't know. I mean, just based on the he number has, of hits, I'd probably give it to Cub. He has one less MVP than Cabrera. He has the same amount of triple crowns as Cabrera. Did he really win a triple crown? Yeah. Well, hmm. He must have hit, like, all of his home runs in one season. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. In career highlights and awards on Wikipedia, it just says at the end, name honored by the Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> Pro- he might not have had a number. That's probably, like, they probably couldn't actually retire oh. his number because he probably didn't right. have a number. His name might show as, like, double zero or something on the outfield wall. Maybe, um, yeah. Let me look. Let me look. If, yeah, because that would be Detroit Tigers retired numbers. Let's see. I can't even find a clear picture where it shows the. Yeah, so the retired numbers are Charlie Geringer at two, Hank Greenberg, five, Al Kaline, six, Hal Newhauser, 16, Willie Horton, 23, Sparky Anderson, 11, and that's it. Yeah, for Cobb, when it has the statues in the outfit, like, up on the the walkway uh it's got greenberg all these players for cobb there's no number just a name so and uh what is miguel cabrera's number 24 all right so yeah, you'll 24. have 24 at some point too hmm. cool yep his his number should definitely be retired yeah. him and verlander i think so verlander i think 35 i think that's what about right. scherzer was he there long enough no, they won't retire okay. his. Like he's he's one of the most talented pitchers we've had. But yeah, he wasn't there. If he would have won some like a World Series or something, maybe. Yeah. But well, yeah. these acronyms are brought to you by Fanatics, uh, and Fanatics is an acronym that stands for Find Apparel Now at this important clothing store. So go to Shoot Your Shot Sports uh, forward slash Frustration Nation, shootyourshotsports.com forward slash Frustration Nation, and click on the link to Fanatics. Uh, if you buy it through our link, you get a little discount. We get a little money back as well. Uh, so it's it's a great it's a great way to have teamwork, which makes the dream work. So go purchase your sports gear at Fanatics right now. And let's our last segment today before we get into our closing stuff is our weekly scorecast. So you read? You want me to read this one? Yeah, or? I read the description. Yeah. And then am I also doing the Thrive Fantasy? Yeah, do it. Okay. Every week, our very own meteorologists, which is, you know, just us, we throw out our hot takes and score predictions for the big games around sports. Trust us, because just like predicting the weather, we will not ever be wrong. Your weekly scorecast is also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily sports app for player props, so come hashtag prop up with Thrive Fantasy this season, especially now that MLB, NBA, and NHL are all back. Over at Thrive Fantasy, they've eliminated the need for you to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top-tier athletes in a respective sport. So you're going to go on there, you'll select various player props under different categories for each sport. And each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or the under based on its likelihood to, to occur. So for example, you could take the over on the number of collarbones Aaron Rodgers will break, or you could take the under on how many of his family members will still send him a Christmas card. And neither card. of those are high-risk picks. Those are, like, no, locks. Pretty certain, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the points totals wouldn't be as high, but that's something to look for. 
the more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. So rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. So far, Thrive Fantasy has awarded over $1.3 million in prizes since launching in 2018. So go right now to your App Store or Google Play Store to download the Thrive Fantasy app. Or you can go straight to their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Make sure you use our code FNFANTASY when you sign up today, and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. So sign up and hashtag prop up today. All right. Well, starting off, we have Cubs at Reds. It's a four-game series, including a doubleheader from a previous rainout. Hmm. Um, the Cubs have been not good lately. Um, really not good. Uh, so here's here's kind of where I'm seeing this happen. So the Cubs two series this week are Cubs at Reds and then Cubs at Pirates. I really think that I think the Cubs are on the brink of a players only meeting or something where it's hmm. going to be like we need to get our act together kind of thing like wake up call. yeah yeah um so i think my my opinion i think the cubs will drop the first two to the reds it's gonna look they'll have four game losing streak it'll look bad they'll lose the first two to the reds and then i think they're gonna win the last two and all yeah. three against the pirates so i like they'll that. go down they'll have four game losing streak and respond with a five game winning streak and everyone will be happy about the Cubs again. So I know that's kind of picking for two series right there, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. No, that's a good pick. Um, so it's interesting playing the Reds because yeah. right now, and I know the feeling because the the Tigers also let him go, but the Cubs are probably really Castellan- missing Castellanos' bat right now. Um, His average hasn't been good, but he's hit like nine or ten home runs. So Yeah, yeah. Obviously <laughs> – and the Tigers right now, too, could really use, even if his average isn't great, could really use a consistent power hitter. But, uh, yeah, I feel like, I think the Cubs, kind of what you said as far as turning things around, I think it'll happen a little quicker than what you said. I think maybe you do lose one, but I'm going to pick you to win that series 3-1. to wow. one. And I am going to pick you to sweep the Pirates because the Pirates look like possibly the worst team in yeah, baseball I, I right now. Yeah, um, so even if the Cubs do struggle against the Reds, I yeah, Cubs will sweep the Pirates. So cool. So next up we have uh, Tigers versus Twins. That's a four-game hmm. series. Uh, man, look, the Tigers I would think would be feeling somewhat good about themselves beating two, be, taking two out of three to, against the Cubs, and mm-hmm. going against the Twins. The Twins are a great team. Um, I'm gonna pick you guys to split this with the Twins. I, th- I think you can yep. do it. I am too. Yeah, that's and maybe that's just me being optimistic. I really am looking forward to the series because I think we're going to learn a lot about the Tigers. I mean, you kind of already know what you got with them, but this is a big yep. kind of gut check. Like, like, let's see what you've really got. How real is this? After taking that was a big win against the Cubs, even with the Cubs struggling, the Cubs are a much better team than you yep. are. So if you want to stay close to the 500 mark and continue to have those conversations about being in the hunt for a with the extended playoffs the season's now halfway over if you want to stay in this conversation you need to kind of hold your water stay even Uh, a split here would be huge Uh, our next series then after that is tigers at brewers for just two games which i know kyle and i we talked about this earlier but these two game series are kind of weird just kind of a gimmick with the schedule this the way the scheduling had to be done this year um 
So then, yeah, Tigers Brewers for two games. I'm going to pick a split there on the two games. I think the Tigers could win both. The Brewers kind of aren't a great team either. But when you look at where the teams are at in the division, the Tigers kind of are the Brewers Mm, um, as far as skill level relative to other teams. Um, So I'm going to just take a split there, and either team could sweep that. Yeah, I kind of feel that way too. Um, But I guess to be somewhat more interesting, I'm just going to choose the Brewers to sweep. The two games, uh, the Brewers, I yep. feel, always play pretty well at home. And I know there's no crowd, uh, but I still feel like they just play pretty well at Miller Park. So I'm going to pick the Brewers to sweep. So, yeah, now turning to the NBA. And, again, we're cav- the caveat for all of this is news is breaking about whether games will be yeah, played actually, or not. Actually, uh, we mentioned earlier that the players had a meet- like a player meeting where they kind of like discussed just what they wanted to do. And that was when LeBron walked out of the meeting and everything. So uh, according to uh, Malika Andrews, and this is Wojnarowski tweeting, reporting from Malika Andrews, the NBA players have another meeting set up for Thursday morning. So t- so right now when you're listening to this, the NBA players are meeting in the bubble to continue the discussion on how they will proceed with the playoffs since the Lakers and Clippers have um, basically just uh, not dropped out, but have chosen to boycott the season so he's confirming there that that's what those two teams have done basically yeah um wow so he said the meeting is at 11 a.m i'm assuming that's eastern time since they're playing in orlando uh coinciding with the timing of the nba's board of governors call so you'll have the players meeting and basically the the head people in the nba meeting as well discussing everything so that's the latest on the NBA, hmm. so we're going to go ahead and do picks since it's scorecast, but all these picks might be irrelevant um, based on how things hmm. kind of unfold. And it's going to be really interesting because the Clippers and the Lakers are both one game away from clinching their series. Yeah. So if this isn't something they've already won and it's a next round bye for whoever they were going to face, the team who's about to be eliminated would be moved ahead. So uh, it's going to be interesting, but yeah, let's go ahead and we'll just make these picks with the assumption the games happen. And, yeah, we'll do the best we can with what we have. So, um, firstly, a game was supposed to happen tonight, Trailblazers-Lakers. Lakers Lakers lead that series 3-1 to and have looked pretty dominant throughout the whole thing. Uh, All respect to Lillard and what he's been able to do, but he's been beat up. Multiple injuries throughout the series. So, um, in my mind, Lakers would take this series easily. Yeah. Move to the next round. The the Blazers coming out and winning game one was a fun story. But with Lillard, yeah. yeah, being a little beaten up, I, I'm going to take the Lakers to win the next game, and they'll win, uh, they'll win it in six. And to pat myself on the back a little bit, I had said on last scorecast, I think it was, um, the, yeah, that was right after this, the Blazers had just won game one, and I said, watch, the Lakers going to win game two by 30 and come out and sweep the rest of the series. And, yeah, it looks like that's where we're at. So um, I think I just yeah, wanted it, to believe that the Blazers could pull it out yeah anyway so if you know what i mean yeah that was that series was interesting for all of like two days so another interesting series um is clippers mavericks i think this is the i was talking with my brothers-in-law this is really the most interesting and intriguing series in the whole first round because pretty Mm -hmm. much all the rest of them what you expected to happen more or less is happening um so clippers mavericks you have the two versus the seven you would think it should be no problem really for the clippers but when you have Luca leading the Mavs, it is re- really proving to be a challenge. 
However, Luca is struggling. I think he, uh, not not in his play, but with like his health. He has like a knee or a, mm. an ankle or something that's bothering him. So I right now the Clippers are winning three to two. I'm still going to pick the Clippers to win, but it'll still be in seven. So I think the Mavs get this next one whenever that's played, and the Clippers close it out with a win to move on. Hmm. Yeah, for me, if Porzingis comes back in game six, again, assuming that the series is played, and he's what he can be, yeah. I'm going to pick the Mavericks to win this in seven. Um, and that's just me partly being hopeful because I really want to watch Luka play more games. Luka's um, awesome, yeah. LeBron, when he retires, will be passing the torch to Luca, sure. and he'll be the face of the yep. league. And you already, and that's high praise because you're seeing tons of other young guys like Zion, Ja Morant, Trey Young. Like, there's tons of other young potential faces for the sport out there, and he's emerging as the guy. Yep. Um, so I just want to see him play more. Um, yep, a hundred percent. Really good series, and here's another really interesting and good series. I haven't watched it that much, uh, just not being as invested in teams but really back and forth series between the nuggets and the jazz right now utah leads three to two um yeah just this, good games yeah. close competition I, i've said on an earlier scorecast i feel like these two teams are very uh very similar or complementary almost to each other um i feel like they have a lot of the same players just a lot of the same i don't know i i guess i'm a little surprised that the jazz are I, I knew it was going to go to, to seven, probably. Um, and there, like you said, it's at three to two. It's neck and neck. Um, I guess I thought maybe the Nuggets would be up right now at this point, not the Jazz. Um, but I'm not really disappointed one way or the other. Uh, at three to two with Utah leading, um, just because they have that one game edge, I'm going to give the series to Utah in seven. I'm going to go. I, I mean, Utah is winning. I'm going to give it to them in seven, too. It, it's splitting hairs, though, at this point. Yeah. The way the games have looked between the two. Um, and personally, I'm not invested either way. Yep. You know what? No. I'm going to go Nuggets I, in seven, just because we referenced them in the, the best food yeah. question. Earlier. I mean, I would like to see the Nuggets win, just because Arturs kind of showed us of the Bulls came from the Nuggets. And yeah. at this point, since the Bulls aren't in the bubble in the playoffs, it'd be kind of fun to see if the Nuggets could go far and it could be almost like a, a measuring stick for Karnaschovas. Um, yeah. But that's more of a bull centric thought than really the series. Um, but yeah. another, the, the only other series, uh, cause a lot of the series, uh, maybe not a lot, but some of them are have already ended. I think um, the only other series that has anything kind of interesting going on is rockets and thunder. It's netted up at two. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't really, I don't really see, the Thunder outlasting the Rockets. I, I'm not really that interested by either team because I feel like either team gives you pretty much what you expect from them. It, I don't know. I, I'm just going to pick the Rockets to win. Uh, I think the Rockets will – I'll just give it to the Rockets in six. I've kind of had my, my, ch my mind changed on this a little bit. Um, so, yeah, shout out to – yeah, one of my friends, Mikhail. Yeah, we he's a big basketball fan. We talked about this. But I was obviously with the big names on the Rockets, um, talking about Harden, Westbrook, you know, the skill set and, like, the, the ability to make your own plays and score baskets. The Rockets, on paper, to me, looked way better. And I always thought they're the better matchup for the Lakers or whoever they face in the next round. 
But actually, when you look at the size of the Lakers and also the size with the Rockets, I think being the smallest team in the NBA as far as the size of their starting five, um, the size of OKC has been something that looks like it's been giving the Rockets a little bit of problems or at least something that has kept the series close and they might have a better chance to contend against the Lakers if the Lakers again which I won't keep giving this caveat but yeah if the, if that's the team they yeah. do play um so you have, like Steven Adams and some big men there who can do some things that the Rockets can't I still am going to pick the Rockets to win this series in six um but yeah the Thunder are more interesting than I thought they were, yeah. basically. So our last one we're going to talk about for NBA is Magic and Bucks. Again, a surprising one where the Magic, the eighth seed, beat the Bucks in game one. And since then, yep. the Bucks have won the, the last three games. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to pick the Bucks to win in five. Uh, the, it's hard. I think the Magic probably could have stolen another game if Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaacs were healthy. But when you're losing, missing two of your normally five starting five it's going to affect you so i yep. i think the magic have played valiantly for what they had but they were not they were no match for the bucks to start and then when two of your starting five go down you're definitely no match yeah agreed i'd love to give them another game but i can't at this point uh bucks and five all right so then we got nhl playoffs that are still happening um let's see here we've got canucks and the golden knights uh, hmm. That series is at one to one. Both teams have been trading blows in terms of the uh, a sizable games. I believe from what I've seen, I think I saw. Didn't the Golden Knights win one game like five to nothing, and the Canucks won one five to two? Uh, yeah, Canucks just won five to two. Before that, it was uh, five nothing. Yeah. Yep. So, goal. Listen, the Canucks. Have, I don't know. We we talked about on one score cast. We didn't really know anybody who plays on the Canucks because the Sedin brothers have since retired and everything. Um, <laughs> but for not knowing anybody on the Canucks, they've really been good this playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember who they knocked off in the first round. The Blues. They knocked out. They knocked out the defending champions, the Blues, and are now playing the Golden Knights. Did us all a favor. I like a lot of the players on the Golden Knights, even though they just played the Blackhawks and beat them. But the Canucks really interest me. Um, I'm going to go with the Canucks in seven. Wow. I'm going to go, like you said, to give some respect to the Canucks. I think they push this to at least six, but I'm going to take the Golden Knights in six. Uh, I haven't watched uh, the highlights or seen either of these first two games. Uh, so I don't know how they've been matching up the two teams against each other, but the Golden Knights just have so much talent. Uh, I think that wins out in six games. I'm I, okay. I'm going to be super bold, and I'm going to pick right now the Stanley Cup Finals. Ooh, I'm going to pick the Canucks to represent the West. Wow. And I'm going to present. I'm going pres- to. I'm not as sure on the East, but I'm. It's either going to be the Lightning or the Flyers. And either the Lightning or the Flyers are going to beat the Canucks. I don't know games yet, how many games it'll be, but that's going to be my scorecast. So, a Canucks versus... Well, that's a sneak peek to an, a series coming up that I was interested in, too. So Which one? You have the Lightning Bruins. Yeah. So, you have the Lightning coming out of that, obviously. Yeah, so wow. let's talk about that. So, series tied 1-1. One one. Um, both teams are very good, the Lightning and the Bruins. 
Um, I just said that I think the Lightning and the Flyers will be the two teams that will probably play in the Eastern Conference Finals. So I um, obviously choosing the Lightning. It's tied one to one. I'm going to pick the Lightning in six. Hmm. Which is huge because we've already, when we've done these previews, talked a lot about how good the Bruins are. The Bruins are, are very good. Um, Without wow. Tuka Rask, I mean, though, I know they've still been good, but you still have yeah. your ex- very experienced goalie who's not there. And that does come back and hurt you at some point. I don't think it hurts you enough to lose this series, though. I'm going to take the Bruins in seven. Um, but, yeah, this is going to be a really good series. Um, next, so at the time when we were putting our show notes together, this game was still in progress. This actually went to overtime between the Flyers and Islanders. So the Flyers ended up winning in overtime today, 3-4, to four, to bring that series even 1-1. One to one. Um, And you already have said, too, you're high on the Flyers, so I'm assuming you have them coming out of this series. Yes, so the Flyers have come into this bubble, even though they didn't end up with the top seed because of the uh, round robin. Uh, the, the Flyers have come in as one of the best teams in the East. So uh, a lot of people were saying it's pretty much between the Flyers and the Bruins for the top team. Um, mm-hmm. And then I chose the Lightning just because I liked a lot of what I've seen of them lately. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to choose the Flyers to beat the Islanders. Uh, it's at one-to-one now. Uh, I'm going to pick the Flyers in in six also. Yeah, that's my pick, Flyers and Six. I'd like to pick the Islanders because I like to root for historically bad teams right. and kind of tr- troubled franchises. Yep. Um, but Flyers are too much for them, Flyers and Six. Yep. So then our other our other Western Conference matchup is the Colorado Avalanche and the Dallas Stars. So this series, to me, these two teams, I just – of all the teams on here – I guess these are probably the two teams I care the least about <laughs> in yep, many ways. Uh, but this series, uh, Dallas leads two to nothing, which is kind of surprising because a lot of people said the Avalanche were really a force mm-hmm. to be reckoned with. Um, I think the Avalanche will not go down easy, if you know what I mean. But I do think <laughs> that Dallas will still. They're not that kind of team. I think Dallas will still pull it out, if you know what I mean. So I think uh, I'm going to go with Dallas in. I'm going to go Dallas in five. Let's be bold. Avalanche wins one. Dallas wins two more. Well, I know nothing about these teams, so I'm going to be even bolder. You've won two in a row. Go ahead sweep. and just sweep the Avalanche. Sweep. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's our, our scorecast. So uh, definitely tune in next week. And like we said, go bet on everything we just picked because we're obviously experts. I think we've been right maybe like two or three times. in At least. In several. Yeah, maybe four. Yeah, but in several weeks of doing scorecasts. So So just make sure you get the one we're right on every week. And usually the man in the Michigan hat is the one that's right. I honestly am really bad at these things. I just have fun throwing out predictions. So (laughs) full disclosure. (laughs) Well, let's plug some stuff. Freshness day and night. Freshness with the lights. Plug it in. All right, so here's our weekly schedule and what you should be expecting to see from our Shooter Shot Sports Network. Uh, Tuesdays, Frustration Nation, here with me and Furious George, obviously. Wednesdays, we have Off the Cuff with Richie Chicago and Jimbo Slice. And then later on in the day, 8.30 p.m. Central on Wednesdays, we have Dad Bod Central. We just had our third episode. If you haven't listened yet, go check that out. Thursdays, next episode of Frustration Nation. And then on the weekend, Saturday, Big Daddy Drew does his power outer 
Big Daddy Drew outer. does his <laughs> powder outer. <laughs> Big Daddy Drew's Power Hour is at 8.30 p.m. Central Time. Then some other shows. Uh, this is a daily show from Richie Chicago called Anti Up, which looks at Thrive Fantasy and some of the, the daily over-unders and... Um, yeah, the player props and things like that. So he just gives you a, an overview of the picks that day. And his best picks. And then we have our weekly power play with Hockey Bob looking at the slate of games for the NHL. So make sure you keep an eye out for all of these shows. And I had no follow-up thing to say. That's a good way to end it right there. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Furious, do you have anything positive or uplifting to share this week? Or are you just a human black hole void of any emotion other than anger? something positive to share but you ruined the ending of that plug it in segment so badly i'm just gonna be mad dang i'm it. just kidding uh <laughs> it ruined your whole yeah so no to be honest i was super excited to get sir yacht on because a week ago when we were recording the episode when we were when we were reading his twitter page and the man in michigan hat said let's get him on i don't know i honestly didn't think it was gonna happen and the fact that he came on and we were able to talk with him and have a great interview uh, really made me very excited. So that was very fun to have that. Um, the other silver lining I have is that I'm only eight points away from forcing Michigan Hat into another punishment in cap or no cap. Ugh. Well, that yeah, my silver lining this week is that this is finally the end of my Ohio State punishment. <laughs> so you just had to rain on my parade and <laughs> yep. give the, the reminder that I'm not i'm on the track to get another one so <laughs> hopefully not the same punishment <laughs> Every, maybe it'll be yeah, worse once a month i'll be wearing ohio State <laughs> yeah. for two weeks it'll become to um, the point where it's not even like a punishment for you it's just like part of your routine <laughs> yeah right <laughs> just change my show name yeah. and everything so yeah um but yeah that is my silver lining is that at least I have somewhat of a break between punishments, and I'm no longer wearing Ohio State gear, and I don't plan to be in the future, unless <laughs> <laughs> forced. I love it. Well, that is what we are frustrated about today. What about you? Share your frustrations with us or about us at Real FM Podcast on social media or FrustrationNation at ShootYourShotSports.com or go voice your frustrations and leave us a review. And if you're frustrated that this episode is over because you want to hear more, be sure to look for new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday everywhere you can get podcasts and be sure to subscribe. If you get as frustrated as we do or you just enjoy hearing us gab, Consider supporting the show on Patreon for a monthly subscription or Venmo tip jar for a one-time donation. Every little bit helps, even $1, which with only $68.69 more, you can buy the Nuts.gov uh, variety pack that includes the Monat Kalowinski collection and the Jeffrey Epstein Did Not Kill Himself collection. Makes a big difference for us. We appreciate the support, and so did Bill. Now get out there and frustrate the hate. It's a nice way to put it. Support. Yes. Moral support. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> support my nuts.
Yes. <laughs> I would love to get Sir Yacht's feedback on our nuts.gov commercial. Hmm. Yeah. His take. Yeah. And just his take on the Clinton presidency. <laughs> we should have added something like uh, regarding that into the like with that consp- conspiracy. We could have gotten hardcore and been like, you know, ask about Pizzagate and Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wayfair. Tom Hanks a pedophile. Yeah. yeah. Sir, yeah, do you like pizza? <laughs> oh, interesting. Where Where do you like to Let get your pizza? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like to get my pizza down in the Virgin Islands. Huh. Oh, interesting. What's the average price range you're willing to spend on cabinets and various <laughs> furniture pieces? Twenty to thirty thousand. Interesting. Okay. Twenty to thirty thousand dollars. 